Hello everyone, what the heck is up and welcome to the podcast. Welcome back if you are a returning listener. You are currently tuned into Practical Alignment, a podcast where we talk about all things metaphysical, mindset, manifestation, mysticism, and spirituality. I am your host, Katrina Macias. I'm an intuitive healer and I thank you so much for joining me today for this wonderful episode. I've been planning to do this episode for a while now, but I never knew when to release it or when it was going to be the right time, but it seems that it is perfect timing right now. For this week's episode, we are going to be talking about psychic abilities and how we are all born with natural psychic abilities and how it just takes tuning into yourself and being able to give yourself that space to express them and trust yourself in order to awaken your extrasensory abilities. So, The reason why I say that it is such a good time to release this episode now is due to the fact that all of us, the world is on pause for a moment right now, and we're on quarantine, we have a lot more free time, right? Um, We have so much time with ourselves, and it is really important to note how you're spending that time, and I just think that it would be an incredible, incredible way to spend this break and this pause by training yourself or by just tuning into more subtle energies because the world is basically giving you a free pass to explore this without the pressure of so many outside distractions. And so if this is something that you want to choose to tune into, I think it is perfect timing. So the majority of the spiritual community, and myself included, believe that this is a time of mass awakening and that all these shifts and changes in the environment is leading to a bigger change in the energy of the world and just the overall atmosphere of what our reality is experiencing. And so I think more than ever, it is so important for us to be able to tune into ourselves and to trust our inner truths because within ourselves, we have all the answers. Within ourselves, we have our connection to source we have everything that we need and so being able to step forward in this new time with that understanding is going to be extremely powerful so i first want to touch on the word psychic and what being a psychic is because growing up i had such a different perception or understanding of what it meant to be psychic so Everyone should know what the show That's So Raven is. It's Raven Simone. She is the star of the show and she can predict the future because she has these psychic visions. So I thought that in order to be psychic, you would be able to just tell the future. Another example of my understanding of what being psychic meant was based on Teresa Caputo, who is the star of Long Island Medium. And if you don't know what that show is, she is a medium, so she can talk to the dead, and she delivers messages from deceased loved ones to their alive counterparts that exist on this physical realm. And so she would just like go up to people and be like, hi, your father has a message from you. Um, and so it was just this really intense, kind of quirky show. and. That was basically all my understanding. I thought either you had to tell the future or speak to dead people. And so I would watch these shows and I'd be in awe and I would just really truly want to be like these people. I thought it was such an amazing gift that these people possess. And I was envious because I was just like, dang, I wish I could do that. I wish I had those gifts. And it wasn't until I started growing up that I realized that we all have different psychic abilities. Psychic just means 
being able to like tap into your own intuition. Psychic and intuition to me are just basically go hand in hand. They're the same thing. And there's so many different ways that our psychic abilities, our intuitive gifts can express themselves. We all have the capacity to connect to our psychic abilities. It's just that we need to give ourselves the space and patience and understanding in order to tune into them properly. Now, there are a lot of people like Teresa Caputo, I think that's what Raven was just like this as well, where they're born with these gifts. Or a lot of people go through like really traumatic events or near-death experiences and they come out of these experiences being able to connect with different gifts that they didn't previously have. However, it's not necessary for you to go through this process in order to learn how to understand these subtle energies and be able to awaken your own gifts. In fact, choosing to awaken your own gifts I think could be so much of a more gentle experience for yourself because a lot of the times the people who are born with natural gifts or go through life-changing experiences feel really isolated when their gifts first arrive or being just like so different from the rest of the world. It's kind of hard to integrate and incorporate and feel connection with other people. So if you're able to initiate this process on your own and just go at your own pace, I think you can consider yourself very blessed. Okay, and I also, sorry, I wanna clarify. I said born with gifts versus awaken your own gifts. Um, sorry, just like recognizing that they're there. That's the point that I want to make. We all have these gifts. We all have the ability to tap into them, but some people are born aware of them and some people are not. So like I mentioned before, I didn't realize that our intuition has different ways of expressing itself to us. And these different languages of expression are called the clair senses. And in my understanding, there are six different main clair senses. So there's clairvoyance, which means clear seeing. So this is being communicated to through visions. There's clairaudience, which means clear hearing. So receiving information through words or sounds or noises. Uh, you have clairsentience, meaning clear feeling, being able to feel the energy around you very easily. Clear aliens, which means clear smelling. Sometimes this can be like smelling the perfume that someone once wore or connecting to a smell that reminds you of a memory that is supposed to be a message for you. There's clairgustance, meaning clear tasting. So kind of similar to clairalience where you smell things, um, clairgustance, you taste things around you. But just being able to connect to a taste that isn't there physically. And then finally, claircognizance, which means clear knowing. So just having this deep connection to the truth and being able to understand and know things without really having an explanation as to why you do. So like I would say that Raven and that's a Raven would have primarily clairvoyance, meaning clear seeing, because she could physically see like the future. She had these visions. However, that doesn't mean that she didn't have um, clairsentience because she had a feeling connected to the visions as well. So you can have a mixture of the different clair senses. And just because Raven, saw things, she saw the future with her clairvoyance, sometimes clairvoyance can express itself in different ways as well. So like some people see other people's energy, some people can connect with entities or angels and see them but not see the future. So the way that each sense expresses itself varies as well. So we're all so unique and there's so many different facets of how we can experience our different psychic abilities. 
So as for myself, I'd say that my strongest sense is clairsentience, so clear feeling. And I think this has to do with the fact that I am empathetic. Um, so I'm just able to feel the energy of the room, of the people, of the objects, of everything around me very easily. Because of my ability to feel so strongly, it's really important for me to be mindful of when I want to feel things strongly. So for example, when I work with my clients, I choose to feel because I tap into their energy to help identify blockages, right? Um, but I really have to pay attention to when I'm carrying energy that's not necessarily mine that could be overwhelming me and really ground myself. So it's something that I really have to pay attention to. However, I have been developing my other gifts as well. So I'm starting to get more comfortable with clairvoyance, um, so clear seeing. However, I do wanna share the fact that I am a little intimidated about seeing things. I have seen some things in my past and I'm slowly starting to get more comfortable with it, but I think that I have made some sort of agreement or some sort of blockage for myself because part of the clairvoyance scares me. I think I'm a little afraid to see different things that I'm not ready or comfortable with yet. Does that make sense? Like a part of me is afraid of seeing entities. A part of me is um, afraid of seeing ghosts. And so I think just because, not saying that that's going to happen, but just because that thought is in my mind, like I just rather not know. So I do think that I block off some parts of myself off um, because of that. However, I do see energy. I see auras pretty well when I clearly tap into it, when I give myself the space to tap into it. And I also see different um, energy specs. I don't really know what to make of them. I'm still growing um, my abilities, but I do notice them in my field. Another thing that I have, I would say, is claircognizance, is just this like deep understanding of like what the truth is. I just receive these downloads of information without really looking for it that just makes sense to me. Um, and this is when I put myself in a state of receiving. And finally, I'd like to say that from practicing, I have really increased my ability to receive messages through hearing, so clear audience. I am able to have communication with my angels, my guides, my higher self a lot more easy than I used to. I didn't even know that was possible before, but now I'm able to receive messages and hear those messages and act on those messages because of that ability. So to fully explain how I got into this world of awakening my senses, I have to be really transparent and tell you guys about my journey. And I'm pretty sure that I've shared bits and pieces. I'm not sure how much I've shared so far, um, but I'm just going to re-explain everything and how I came along to this path. So I suffered from chronic neck, shoulder, and upper back pain. And so I looked and finally found Chinese medicine, which really helped me, and I opened my eyes to the world of natural medicine. And so I was really open to this type of world, just healing from within, getting to the root cause, working, um, awakening my own inner healer through discipline in order to help myself. But it wasn't until I experienced really tremendous heartbreak that I really looked for, I guess, the more subtle energetics around how everything works. Okay, so because of my heartbreak, I started working with an energy healer. Her name is Serena. I've mentioned her before. Um, 
and I didn't really know what I was signing up for. I thought this was basically just like a form of therapy. My mom was working with her and she saw how much I was suffering at the time. And so she, through her grace, set it up so that I could work with Serena. And so when I first started working with Serena, all I was doing was feeling my feelings and truly giving myself space to express all my feelings and kind of clear up all these blockages that I've been I set up for myself and all this resistance that I had around myself um, for truly feeling my feelings. And once that floodgate was kind of lifted, I started getting this like deeper connection to all these different abilities that I didn't know existed at first. So I remember one time I just like got finished with a session and I had been crying for, I don't know, like three hours straight, like to the point where you don't think that there it's possible for someone to feel any more feelings or cry anymore and so after this deep sense of like uh, catharsis I experienced this neutrality there was just like this emptiness and it was so relieving because it wasn't feeling anything it was feeling nothing at all but it was really comforting because I wasn't in pain right and so with this neutrality I was able to just like hear things and feel things so much more differently. I didn't have these attachments to how I wanted things to work out. Instead, with this neutrality, I was just full on receiving things um, without resistance. And I remember looking in the mirror and I saw this yellow glow around me. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what on earth? I've never seen anything visually like this before. But I just saw my aura and I was glowing and I had this color around me and I was just like, okay, like this is what's happening. And so just kind of like emptying myself out kind of gave me just this like glimpse of my psychic abilities, right? And so I started talking to Serena about it and I asked her like, hey, I saw this. And she was just like, yes, like the more you tap into your intuition, the more you listen to yourself, the more you give yourself space, the more you're going to awaken these gifts. So I was like, okay, pretty sick. I like this. It's pretty cool. And so Besides just working on myself and healing myself in my own journey, which came with like learning a lot about myself, doing shadow work, like the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever you want to describe it as, just really getting to know myself, really getting to understand um, my needs and how I went about trying to get those needs met, even though they weren't always healthy. I just kind of just looked at myself head on, like no bullshit, just like, went through a process of just really learning to understand myself. And through that, I awakened a lot of my gifts, right? And so while healing myself, I was also working with Serena on the side because she's such a gifted healer and just like, she's super psychic as well. She would give me all these different exercises to go through. And so I would just build on my gifts in that way. And so from there, I've just been working on it. And while I've been on this path, different opportunities have made their way to me that have also helped me increase my abilities. So I like attended a retreat in Mexico. And through this retreat, we did all these different exercises where I was really being told and like for the first time understood that I have my own connection. Like you don't need to look for other people or to other people in order to get what you're looking for it's all within and we all have this ability to tune in as long as we let ourselves and so something that was incredible from this retreat is that we did this um, process this exercise of channeling deceased loved ones and so i initially was just 
thinking that I was going to receive messages for myself, but the person that came through actually had me deliver messages to someone else. And this was just like mind-blowing experience for me. I didn't think it was possible because I was pulling a Teresa Caputo. I was doing mediumship because I put myself in a space to allow those messages to come through and I practiced on it. And then I received those messages and was able to share it to other people. Now, I don't really work with mediumship. I don't really practice it. It was just something that I did on the retreat and then carried out to the person. If I choose to channel people, like I really put myself in a space of wanting to do that, I am able to receive those messages, but it's not really something that um, I focus a lot of my attention on because there is a lot of energetic um, hygiene that you have to put around that and you really have to know what you're gonna what you're doing if you are channeling dead people <laughs> to be honest um, so yeah just like different things like the retreats attending different um, seminars working with different teachers paying for memberships to learn from other people like it all started falling into place and I was able to learn different things about myself and build on these gifts, right? And along that path, I realized that this was my calling. This is something that I want to do and work with people to help them awaken their own inner healers, help them recognize their gifts within themselves, and also just work with their emotional and energetic bodies to help them um, grow and prosper and really just help them live this life. So yeah, that's, that's that. Um, but I also want to share how you can start developing and increasing your psychic abilities yourself. So that is what I'm going to dive into next. So like all good things, practice is so important. Practice, practice, practice. How often do you give yourself the time and space to practice the things you want to grow and foster on? Uh, even if you are born knowing what your gifts are and have been using them for your entire life, it still requires a bit of practice in order to know how to appropriately use your gifts. So practice, practice, practice. So starting with the basics, my first recommendation is meditate. 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 Jesus Christ, meditate. <laughs> And if you're so against meditating and you just have like no idea how to meditate at all, I suggest that you do something regularly that gets you in a state to connect to your consciousness. So like if dance is what gets you going, then do dance. Or if like, I don't know, painting is what gets you connected to feel like to feeling source energy, then do that. But eventually start getting comfortable with meditation because meditation is so necessary. And I've been so easy on you guys about meditation. Like, oh, if you don't want to do that, do something else. But like, seriously, like the goal is to meditate. <laughs> Please meditate. So once you're in a state of meditation, then I would recommend you start tapping into your feelings. So just noticing the energetics within your body. Like, are you anxious? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Or are you calm? Do you feel grounded? And where does it show up in your body? I think that's a really great first step to start feeling the energy around you or feeling things within, just really tuning into the more subtle energies that we don't usually pay attention to. It's primarily when I'm in a meditative state that I'm able to connect to my clear audience and receive and hear those messages. So just like tuning into yourself, meditation is super important and it's a perfect step or practice in order to start connecting to your gifts. And I think something that a lot of people struggle with is trying, like myself included, is trying to uh, get something out of it. 
uh, it's like we try to force something to happen so we experience what we're looking for, but that's not really how it happens. You have to just be in a state of allowing, and I promise what you're looking for should come to you naturally instead of you trying to force your way to reach it. Whatever answers you're looking for, that connection, just be in a state of femininity and allowing to receive. Okay, so besides meditation, there are other exercises that can be super fun if you let them that help you and train you to feel subtle energies. So an exercise that I like to do to tap into subtle energy is to feel the energy of different colors. So we're in quarantine, right? Grab some crayons, grab some markers, or grab some paint and color on different pieces of paper. So for example, paint one picture red and paint one piece of paper blue and start feeling into what the energy of what red feels like. Start feeling what the energy of blue feels like. Do it for green, do it for yellow. Feel the differences of these subtle energies. And then what you can do is flip over the paper and tune into the energy without being able to see what it is and be able to follow your intuitive hunches and use the subtle energy in order to feel what color you are hovering over. So when I tune to the subtle energy of colors, I feel different heat variations in my hands. So like if I'm hovering over red or an orange or a yellow, I usually feel more heat, this different type of warmth in my hands because they're warm colors, right? And then hovering over a blue or a green, you experience more of a coolness or however it wants to express itself to you, really allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling, however it wants to show up and just notice those different subtle changes in energy. It's very interesting to try. Something that's also really cool is asking for yes or no questions within yourself. So some of you might know about dowsing. It's, it's when you use a pendulum and the pendulum swings in certain directions to give you a yes or no. Um, and some people use that for forecasting or for it's like a form of divination, right? But you can also receive that energy and those answers within yourself. So if you sit in meditation and you ask yourself, show me what a yes feels like and start feeling the feelings of how a yes shows up in your body. Sometimes my chest gets excited. I feel tingly. I feel happy. And then ask yourself what a no feels like. Sometimes I feel density or it should show up however it should show up however it wants to show up in your body. Um, but for me, yes is usually excited, no is kind of like neutral or it's just like more grounded. And to really get the feeling signature of what a yes or no feels like, you can even ask yourself questions. So like I could say, my name is Katrina, yes or no? And then I could feel the truth in that and feel the yes. Or I could ask myself, my name is, I don't know, yellow flower and <laughs> my body is going to say no that feeling is going to be no so I'm going to feel what that no feels like and then I can use those feelings to understand how it shows up in my body so then I can further this practice by going back to the colors right so I can hold a red card flipped under my hand and I can feel it and I could say this card is blue my body should give me the response of no that same feeling that I experienced when I asked myself if my name was yellow flower and if I asked myself is this color red I should feel the yes and so just building on these types of practices and exercises being okay with being wrong being really gentle with yourself and just let it be fun let it be a game for you and you will seriously be so surprised 
at how in tune you can get with these really, really, really subtle energies. When I was first learning how to read tarot and oracle cards, another thing that was really helpful was allowing myself to feel the messages of the card without first referring to the book. So just giving yourself that grace to tap into the energy of what that card means to you personally and allow whatever messages are meant for you to come through and then checking to see if you are on the right path or what the symbolic meaning of the card was supposed to be. So something else that's really exciting is working with a partner in order for you to both increase your intuitive abilities. And something that I've loved to practice on with my friends is telepathy. So if you Google ESP or extrasensory perception cards, you should be met by pictures of cards with five different shapes on them, right? I'll link some ESB cards in the show notes if you just want to link to see what they look like. And so with my friends, what I do is I mentally send images of these ESP cards to them. So uh, how do I explain this? For example, if you, if you look at the ESP cards, you'll see that one of the cards is a green star, right? And so I will choose that green star and I'll focus on the image of a green star. And then I envision myself sending that green star over to the friend that I'm working with. And I kind of explain to my friend how I'm sending it to them. So I'll say like, okay, I'm drawing the object in front of you on a whiteboard. And I allow them to receive that and I tell them when it's sent and then they'll tell me what image that they perceive and what color it is and everything and the results are incredible seriously like it is mind-blowing I've done this with people across oceans I've done this with people across rooms I've done this with people across cities like the distance has no bounds it's incredible how the telepathy works and how this process of giving and receiving can harness such amazing results and I've even done this with people who aren't like too into the world that I'm in like they're not really into um, energy work or things like that but when we practice enough like we are on the same wavelength and just like giving and receiving and totally seeing these images so clearly it is so incredible so I highly suggest that you try that out um, if you want a partner I would love to do it with you so just send me a DM on Instagram and just be like hey I'm sending you a shape and then we can play from there it is so much fun and my last suggestion there's a ton of suggestions I'm sure if you look it up on Google there's so many different ways that you can increase your psychic abilities and practice but these are some things that I have done myself that I really enjoy doing so anyways my last suggestion is to tap into the energy of objects so what you can do is you can FaceTime a friend and you can ask them to hold an object um, and ask you to tap into the energy of it and tell you about maybe the owner of the object or where you got the object or just feel um, into that object and give whatever information you can get from that object and just share it with one another and just see if you have the right hunches. It's really cool. So for example, when I was being trained and tested to become a Simra practitioner, Serena had me identify all the energy around an object and she lives in Romania, so I was able to do this across oceans, right? Like it's just through video, it doesn't matter where you are. And she held up this um, painting tool and I was able to tap into the object and feel that it belonged to a man, that he was widowed and that he uses art as a connection to meet with other people and it's like a big part of his soul and 
what turns out is that that's exactly who the object belonged to and Serena actually received that tool because the man was painting and they developed this connection and then he then gifted that object to her. And yeah, that's pretty cool, right? So you can do this with your friends through FaceTime. Just grab different objects and have one another just explain as deep as you want to go or whatever your intuitive um, hunches are. Just follow through on them and just like let it loose and just see what you get right. And like I said before, don't feel bad about getting things wrong. Practice helps you learn and helps you grow. So just like be gentle with yourself, push that ego aside and just let your intuition flow. It's so important for us to allow ourselves to act on our intuition as well and follow through with our feelings and see where it leads us because our intuition does not lead us astray. And if you need a little support during this process, I would definitely ask for help from your guides, from your angels, and just ask for signs to show you that you are being led on the right path and that you are not alone during all of this. And one last thing that I want to note about harnessing your psychic abilities and intuitive gifts is that when you are working with this, you're primarily using your third eye and your crown chakra. And so these are your higher chakras that help you connect and perceive and see things rather than the lower chakras which help you kind of um, work with your physical body. And so it sometimes works like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like if you have blockages or trauma in your lower chakras, like your root chakra, it's sometimes hard to get that connection with your higher chakras. If you have trauma about feeling safe and having connection and just your sense of security, sometimes it's hard to receive those messages from the crown because you're too busy um, spending, expending a lot of your energy in the lower areas. So being able to harness your psychic gifts also comes with learning how to balance and work with all of your chakras, especially the lower ones, in order for you to um, give yourself full access to the top to the higher ones, right? And this can be really understood when even just looking at the idea of trust. So trust is harnessed primarily in the root chakra, right? But if you have a blockage in your root chakra and you don't have the ability to trust yourself or trust the world around you, it doesn't really matter what information you're perceiving through your third eye or receiving through your crown um, because no matter what comes through, you probably aren't gonna be able to trust what you're feeling. So it is just like that pyramid, that hierarchy of needs, um, working with every single level to be able to create a full balanced spectrum of being able to harness your gifts. And when working with your third eye and your crown, it's really, really important that you ground yourself. There are a lot of really psychic people out there who are so super psychic and so connected with their crown and third eye, but what they share and the information that they get, it cannot even be translated into information that other people can use or can understand because they're so high up there. But you need to be grounded. You need to have that balance and to find that firm rooting in the ground and have that connection in order to really be able to make sense or share or really integrate the information that you receive or perceive. I feel like I had to learn this the hard way because there have been times where I just like receive information or spend so much time um, in my head or connected to the crown and third eye, but not really know how to 
or what to do with the information that I receive. And it can feel just like overwhelming or I feel kind of just like disconnected or fragmented. You know those like kooky people? Like you would perceive them as kooky people like that are around the streets or like you walk into like a crystal shop maybe. You're always going to find like someone who's a little out there. And sometimes their information is very accurate, but the way that they share it or their ability to translate it just makes zero sense whatsoever because they're not grounded and there have been so many times when I have not been grounded and so please remember to ground put your feet barefoot on earth and ground yourself into mother earth balance is so important when working with your psychic abilities as well as grounding as well as really authentically looking at yourself and allowing yourself to receive information um without resistance because sometimes the information that we get is not what we want to hear even though um, it's necessary because we have attachments and our ego wants different things so throughout this process just really be gentle with yourself and your awakening i hope that you can have a gentle awakening instead of a rude one and i hope you feel supported during this time so thank you so much for joining me for this episode this was super fun to record if you want to work with me one-on-one -on -one, you can book a free consultation with me on my website which is linked in the show notes i'm a simra practitioner and i am really happy to be here with you so yes thank you for tuning in i hope you're doing well stay blessed stay grounded and i wish you the best did that rhyme i don't think so anyways thank you bye